Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. And we're delighted to have a very interesting show today. Not that they're all not, but Sometimes they're not. They're all not. Uh, in studio guest co-host today is Clarice Connolly. She's a, a new up-and-coming coach here in the local uh, San Diego area, although, of course, she works globally, as we all do. Uh, Clarice, what do you want people to know about you? What, uh, how do we find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook at Clarice C-O Coaching. So C-L-A-R-I-C-E-C-O Coaching. And uh, all you kids are doing the the internet Facebook thing. I gotta, <laughs> I've got to find out more about that. Got to get on <laughs> oh, it. Man. So it's out. <laughs> Actually, I thought everybody was leaving Facebook because you know your parents found out about it. <laughs> all right, uh, but an extraordinary coach, a, a gifted uh, speaker, and powerhouse. Uh, check her out, Clarice Connolly. And uh, once again, Clarice Co Coaching. Is that right? Yes. And you find that in the Facebook arena. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, our next guest, I, I've. I've had the book on my shelf for a while and just keep referring back to it. I'm delighted to welcome her. Uh, an unusual thing for me because I'm one of those humans that you could probably tell from my demeanor that do not consider myself an artist or a creative in any way. And so I'm a combination of jealous and angry about people that have talent. Um, uh, although I appreciate art or at least I tell myself I do. Our next guest is a professional artist, a teacher and an author. Uh, she's originally the author of Art Cloth, a guide to surface design on fabric and several other self-published books. Her latest book, which uh, brought our attention to her, is Creative Strength Training. She's just gotten back from a book tour for it. It's prompts, exercises, and personal stories for encouraging artistic genius. And she assures me that we have artistic genius, even if we don't think so. Please welcome to our microphone, Jane Dunnewald. Jane. Thank you. Hello. Thank you very much. Am I massacring your last name or is that it's, it's how no, it looks? No, actually, that, that's exactly right. Very good. Uh, look around. Where do you find yourself today, Jane? I am sitting in San Antonio, Texas, looking out into my backyard, which is totally overgrown with bamboo. <laughs> I, I am familiar with the overrun of bamboo, even here mm-hmm. in, in Southern California. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we should say that you are past president of the International Surface Design Association, and your passion is the psychology of artistry and meaning. Let me start with the thing that I'm most interested in, which is those of us that really feel like, because we you know, colored outside the lines in grade school or whatever, feel like we don't have an artistic gene, let alone genius. Hmm. What do you what do you have for us about our creativity? Well, I've been teaching for almost twenty five years, and what I have discovered through the workshops that I teach is that even the people who believe they don't have a drop of creativity in them need to be affirmed and need to have the opportunity to play. And when those two components come together, all kinds of wonderful things start to happen. Sometimes it's tearful. Sometimes it's uh, it, it's a room filled with laughter, but everyone finishes at the end of the week believing uh, that they have discovered something that was latent inside. And I'm convinced that it's, it is in everyone, and we just need to figure out the ways to, to draw that out. 
Now you can tell from my uh, general grumpy demeanor that I'm an old person. Clarice, you're a young person. Do you all do you and speaking for your entire generation? Do you guys feel like you've all got genius and uh, you just need a little trophy to prove it? I well, I think it's just being given the opportunity to express it, and definitely, I think trying more than one modality helps people to figure out where their genius is exactly. Nice. So you do. You think you think and it's sort of generalized. Jane, is that what you're finding? Like there are generational differences? You know, I can point to the day that my grade school teacher said, uh, don't sing so loud, McAuliffe. You know, go ahead and go to the back. And I decided yeah. right then and there, okay, no more singing. Right? From the embarrassment or the shame. Uh are are there generational differences, Jane, in terms of our relationship to artistry and creativity? Well, I have a daughter who's twenty nine and um, dabbled in art school before she decided she wanted to go to med school instead. Mm. And my experience of of being engaged with younger people is that, you know, an awful lot of this is part of that evolutionary cycle, isn't it? That the generation that comes behind me and the generation that comes behind that, um, the ways that we think about all of this are are shifting all the time. But I think an awful lot of it really boils down to whether or not someone has a sense of self-esteem. And I don't think old people or young people have a corner on that market. I think we're all working on it all the time. And tapping into the creative part of who we are is one way of accessing um, a path to um, increasing the sense of self-esteem that we have. And so I think the two things are definitely linked, but I don't know that it necessarily is generational. Okay. So, uh, well, let's get into it. What about gender roles? Or are there differences for men and women? Well, I think there are differences in how men and women think about creativity. I know having taught in lots of programs where there were men teaching other art courses and creative courses and writing courses i think i think there have been some differences in how uh, men and women have perceived creativity but i think one of the things that seems very hopeful to me is that that might actually be one place that is is shifting rather rapidly i don't see in the young people that i work with as much um although i'm not saying that there certainly aren't aren't issues of gender that are that exist I think there's a more open sort of willingness, at least in the the college classes that I've been able to sit in on. Um, there, there seems to be a, a respect and a sharing between the young men in the class and the young women in the class that that uh, maybe that is a, a hopeful difference. Oh, these kids today. I'm teasing. Yeah, that's great. Speaking of kids today, Clarice. So how would you, I'm just curious, looking through the book, um, how would you define creative stamina and strength training? So what does that look like? Well, I think that, first of all, I have to say that I came to this as someone who was not educated as an artist. I'm entirely self-taught. And so much of what I have discovered is through self-observation, and then that has been linked to the observation of, of working with people in these workshops over the years. And I think that one thing that is a, a mistake in our thinking in popular culture is, that, and I think the art world actually has sort of fostered this idea that somehow some people have artistic genius and it's easy, it just flows out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't find that to be true. The artists, many of the artists I know who are most successful are successful because they learned early on that there's a certain quality or aspect to making art that involves being willing to show up. 
and it means showing up when you don't necessarily feel like showing up, and it means that not necessarily will everything you put on the wall automatically just be fabulous. Mm -hmm. So developing what I think of as creative stamina, which is a a word that came up in a, or a phrase that came up in a class about six years ago, we were talking about all the things that shut artists down and the kinds of things that we see as stumbling blocks. You know, somebody says something to you that, that you perceive as a criticism and so you don't go into the studio for two or three days mm-hmm. or you don't get into a show, a juried show. There are a lot of ways that artists um, have to confront these, the, which isn't too much different in my opinion from what human beings in general have to confront. We have to keep showing up and being present and being aware and authentic in order to to tap into the best of what we're capable of being. And that just happens to be, in in my realm, um, a certain kind of stamina that has to do with creativity. But, you know, it's really based, the whole strength training idea is based on recognizing that athletes have a certain way of training. They do, and they do cross training. They mm-hmm. sometimes they run, and sometimes they lift weights. And depending on what their end goal is, they they have a a whole host of exercises at their, not literally at their fingertips, but that are are their strategies for building the perfect body for whatever it is they'd like to achieve athletically. And I think that we all have, um, based on what our interests are, in particular artists, we have strategies that we can use that that also reference cross-training so that if one particular thing isn't working, then we can try something else. And if mm-hmm. one particular aspect of what we're good at needs to be improved, then we do that. And, and there's this back and forth between the various components of the art practice that we develop, all of which leads to, uh, ideally, leads to showing up and witnessing to the work that you're doing and really being engaged by it. And I consider that to be creative stamina. I love that notion because it's, I'm hearing resilience in it, but I'm also hearing, um, I don't know, permission to go and try new things, do new things, and to be bad at things. Am I picking up what you're after here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes out fully formed. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, one of the things that we benefit from in terms of, of looking look – at, look at the artists who are – the old masters. Um, I once saw a show of works that I, I I actually thought it was some of the worst work that I'd ever seen of Picasso's, you know, but we don't think about famous uh, sort of artistic icons as or artist icons as having done their share of bad work, but they all do, did. Mm. And the point uh, of working and stamina is that the more often you show up, you know, if I make 10 pieces, maybe two of them will be good. If I only make two pieces, maybe one of them will be good, and maybe neither of them will be good. So part of what we're talking about here, which is true of anything, the more you cook, the more you you know, you begin to know intuitively how to put ingredients together, and right. uh, the more you garden. you know. So I consider all of these creative endeavors, and any creative endeavor <laughs> requires failure in order to lead to success. That's beautiful words. I was just realizing that you relate to them as creative endeavors and I relate to them <laughs> as mm-hmm. doomed from the start. Okay. Uh, we're about to take a break. I want to let people know how to get a hold of not only the book, but find out more about you and your work. The website is Jane Dunnewald. That's J-A-N-E-D-U-N-N-E-W-O-L-D. That's D-U-N-N-E-W-O-L-D. Jane Dunnewald.com. You can also go to www.complexcloth.com. 
Facebook.com and find out more about Jane and her work. When we come back, more with the author of Creative Strength Training, Jane Dunnewald, joining us today from San Antonio, Texas. We'll talk more about uh, making work your own and maybe what it takes to turn off the TV. More here today on The Coaching Show after the Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. 